Hi, everybody, and welcome to Joint Era Christian Lifestyle, the podcast where we celebrate diversity within the body of Christ. I'm your host, Shane Fritz, and I'm joined tonight with my wife, Victoria. Hello, everybody. And my sister-in-law, Crystal Rebert. Hi. And so we're just honored to have you with us tonight, Crystal. And uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, um, so my name is Crystal Rebert. I am a wife of 20 years and a mom of two daughters, ages 16, and in a couple days my youngest will turn 12. I just turned 39 years old in January, and this past year the Lord has given me this message that is burning inside of me. I didn't know exactly how I would share the message, so I thank you, Shane, for this opportunity. It's truly an honor. Absolutely. So we're just, we're so happy to... Uh to have you with us tonight and to and to hear what the Lord's laid on your heart so we're just gonna let you go ahead and and uh, and give it to us what I would like to talk about today is finding your relationship with the Lord we do that by spending time with him through re reading his word worship and through prayer my main focus is going to be on having a strong prayer life but I want to mention about the importance of reading the Bible and worship because they are also very important. The Bible is where we discover what God's character is. We learn about his law and commandments for how we are to live our lives, and we learn about his grace, mercy, and love. In the Bible, it tells us to worship the Lord our God and serve him only. Worship is praising God, surrendering all, it's honoring God, Worship is connecting our spirit to God's spirit. Through reading the Bible, praise, and prayer, we open ourselves to his Holy Spirit and allow him to enter our life, receive healing, and hear his voice. One word I would use to describe my relationship with Christ is freedom. It's where I find my purpose, identity, and confidence in who I am. Shane and Victoria, I'm interested to find out what word would you use to describe your relationship with the Lord? Well, Crystal, I think if I was going to describe um, my relationship with Jesus in, in one word, uh, it would be breath. Um, you know, there's a worship song that we sing uh, a lot, and the line goes uh, that it's your breath in our lungs. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I remember having this revelation one Sunday morning um, where it really hit me that uh, left to my own devices I wouldn't have natural breath left in my lungs that it was just his breath now animating me and so it, it's to him that I owe every moment um, from here on out so when I was thinking about this the first word that came to mind was adoration but really that's my adoration my deep love and respect for Jesus, but to describe our relationship, um, that would have to be power because mm -hmm. I am powerless um, without him. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Um, so many people say they are a Christian. A Christian is a believer of Jesus of Nazareth who died for our sins. Christianity is the most followed religion worldwide. In the United States, 63% identify as a Christian. Also in the United States, 34% of Christians say they have never read the Bible. How many people own a Bible and have never opened it? Sadly, only 22% of Christians in the U.S. attend church on a regular basis. 
Going to church, I believe, is part of keeping the Sabbath holy, which is one of our Ten Commandments. What we learn at church gives us guidance on how to follow God and grow closer in relationship with the Lord. We get encouragement by fellow believers and friends with the same beliefs, and we learn from our pastor's sermon. Personally, there are Sundays I go out the door a different person than I went in. The Holy Spirit speaks to me and changes my heart. When I miss a Sunday, I feel it that week. My Sunday service gives me fuel to get through the week. I'm not speaking to people who can't get to church and watch online, but if you are able to be present in the Lord's house, I would encourage you to do that. Studies actually show that people who go to church are happier and live longer lives. Hmm. Um, as I move into the next part of this message, this is the part that the Lord has been speaking to me about and what has been stirring in my spirit. Um, I want to emphasize that I am saying this all in love and not in condemnation and pray that hearts are open to receive. I also want to say for anyone that knows me personally, I am not your judge. Um, so I believe one of the biggest lies the devil wants people to believe is that if we say we are a Christian and try to be a good person, we are going to heaven. And that's just not true according to the Bible. There are 66 books and 31,102 verses in the Bible. Some Christians live by a couple Bible verses that make them feel good about their lives because no one wants to think they are going to hell. But we need to look at the entire book and apply it all to our lives. Amen. I'm going to give you four verses in the Bible to support the fact that you have to have a relationship with the Lord. And there are many more that I encourage you to search for yourself. Revelations 3.16 talks about people being lukewarm and God spitting them from his mouth. He says he would rather you be hot or cold. So you don't, you can't be in a place in your life where you have one foot in God and one foot in the world or he says he will spit you out. John 17.3, this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. This last verse, I want you to listen to very carefully. Matthew 7, 21 to 23. These words are in red because it is Jesus speaking. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of the Father. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name? And then I will tell them, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Like, wow, what a... What a wow moment, like when I read that for the first time. This verse alone tells us it is more than being a believer, sitting in church every Sunday morning, and doing works for the Lord. He will say, I never knew you. Depart from me if he doesn't know you. It is so important to find not only a religion, but a relationship with our Lord. Relationship with God determines our eternal future. Our relationship with God begins when we repent and confess our sins and receive Christ as our Savior. For those who have asked the Lord into your life, has your relationship gone further than this over the years? Mm -hmm. A quote from Dr. Charles Stanley. 
There is a difference between knowing facts about God and knowing God. An intimate relationship with God is one that progressively seeks to know more and more about Him. Is there anything more important than knowing God? As parents, are you guiding your children to live a life in relationship with God? Matthew 7, 13-14 warns us the gate to destruction is wide and many will enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. Only a few find it. This gets me because as parents, we spend so much time running our kids everywhere and anywhere. We buy them the best clothes and shoes. We try our best to make them happy. But the most important thing in their life we should be doing is guiding them to Jesus. As I said earlier, I want to focus on the importance of having a strong prayer life. Prayer is the way we communicate with God. Prayer is the way we praise God the way we thank God, how we confess our sins. Prayer draws us closer to God, gives us strength and hope, reduces stress. It opens our hearts to forgiveness and gives us understanding. It allows us to pray for others, and these are just a few examples of how amazing prayer is. I'm going to quote a couple of verses in the Bible about why prayer is so important. And I tell you, when I started, I had 12 verses written down. It was hard for me to narrow it down, but I chose three to share with you. Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Matthew 26.41 Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm. Jeremiah 29, 12-13 Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. The Lord's Prayer gives us an example of how we are to pray. After I examined the Lord's Prayer, I started praying for the Lord's will to be done over what I am praying for. If it is in His will, then I don't want it in my life. Prayer is simply talking to God. I love what Jesus said in Matthew 6, 7. And when we pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. I know many people don't feel comfortable praying in public, but don't ever let it be because you don't feel like you pray good enough. I talk to God all the time throughout the day. Sometimes it's a simple, thank you, Lord. Sometimes, Lord, forgive me. Please, Lord, let me find my keys before I'm late. Lord, don't let me fall asleep on the couch. I need to get a shower tonight. Um, I have a 16-year-old daughter that just got her license. I took anointing oil and prayed over the four corners of her car and anointed her. And I asked the Lord to protect her when she's driving. When she says goodbye, I say, Lord, protect my baby. It's a three-second prayer, but gives me so much comfort knowing he's with her. Not all my prayers are seconds long. There are times I grab my Bible and get on my knees. Sometimes I have felt the need to fast and pray. I pray myself to sleep, pray in the car on my commute to work. I talk to God throughout the entire day. If you suffer from anxiety, worry, stress, depression, 
Tell the Lord the specifics of what's causing it. As a mom, my children are my heart outside of my body. I personally plead the blood of Jesus over my children. I say, Lord, protect them. Keep your angels at guard around my girls. I ask God to fill them with his wisdom and knowledge to give them guidance, pour his blessings over their lives. And when I do this, it gives me such a release of that worry and anxiety because I'm laying them in the hands of the Father. I encourage you to pray over your husband, children, financial needs. Tell the Lord what healing you need in your body. Stop scrolling and pray for that friend on Facebook that has a prayer request. When someone pops in your thoughts, pray for them. The Lord might be bringing them to your mind because they are going through something. And pray over your food. How blessed are we in the United States that we don't know what it feels, what starvation feels like. Like, thank you, Lord, that I don't know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago, I started having fears that my house would burn down. I would unplug my coffee maker before I left work. I started thinking about things I shouldn't keep plugged in. I wouldn't run my washer, dryer, or dishwasher like I had in the past before I left the house. As the, as the fear popped up, I would say, Lord, protect my house. Please don't ever let my house burn down. And I moved on with my day. So last week, I plugged in my air fryer. And about a minute later, I turned around and the electrical outlet was on fire. Thankfully, I was able to get it out. It was such a scary moment in my life, and I'm still reflecting on how great my God is that he protected me in that situation. Mm -hmm. Prayer helps us to stay close to God. When we pray, we are opening up our hearts to him, and he is able to work in us and through us. The more we talk and spend time with him, the more we get to know him. When I pray, I am very truthful with my feelings. I realize he is a holy father. However, he knows my heart, my thoughts, and my feelings. So I'm just for real with him. And on New Year's Day, I decided to fast one day for a specific reason. So on that day, I asked him, Lord, do you want me to fast more than one day? And in that moment, I heard him say, day two. And he told me what I was to fast for. And day three, and he told me another thing that I was supposed to fast for. So I thought, okay, I can do three days. So on day two of the fast, I was reflecting on how awesome it was that I heard his voice and heard him speak to me. And I heard day four and the reason for day four. Well, when I heard day four right away, I said, no, God, I cannot do this. I went to my couch and cried. I thought of all the reasons why I couldn't do it. I googled how many days it was safe to go with only water and Google said no more than three days so surely I couldn't do four days. <laughs> so after my pity party I had with God I realized I couldn't be disobedient. I had my moment of weakness with him and he brought me through it. I remember being a stay-at-home mom and worrying about what I would do for work after my youngest went to school because I didn't want to miss any time in their lives and I was stressed so much. I look back now and I think, why did I waste so much time worrying? He guided me to a job that I love. I am a teacher assistant and I have off work when my kids don't have school. He knows our heart's desires. He loves us so much. 
What is important to us is important to him. I look at everything in my life and I see how he has worked it out for the best in every situation. From the deepest valleys, I went through infertility and miscarriages and those years were hard physically and emotionally. Those years were hard on my marriage and God has healed all that pain. Through those tough times, I drew so close to the Lord and learned many things. He will allow us to walk through tough times, but he will carry us through it if we will allow him to. Revelations 3.20 Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. I would like to end by encouraging you to invite him in on a deeper level. Wow, thank you, Crystal, for sharing that. Uh, that blessed me to hear to hear that. And uh, the testimonies about your prayer life are just incredible. So thank you so much for, thank for you. sharing that. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. So we just, uh, again, we thank you. And, uh, and I know that there's people out there that right now are reflecting on, uh, on seeking a deeper prayer life. And, uh, you know, one of the things that was really speaking to me as you were sharing that, uh, was talking about, um, anxieties and fears and, uh, but just following again, it's, it's, it's knowing the Bible, knowing the word, casting those anxieties, casting those cares upon the Lord. So we just, Again, I know that's blessing somebody right now. And we just thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, until we talk to everybody again, be blessed. Thank you.